The season, the football season, is in full swing. A lot like golf, but fun to watch. And the action is still unfolding, so head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. With so many storylines across both professional and collegiate sports, this is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now, because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate the showdown in Happy Valley, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when placing a bet on either Ohio State or Penn State. Additionally, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. On top of those great sign-up offers, DraftKings offers great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain, like clouds. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick either Penn State or Ohio State, bet $1 on them and cash $100 if they win. That's $1 to $100 when you use promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 years or older. Colorado-only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to 500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. This is what victory feels like. Oh my God. William Keys. We are here live on that's good broncos to discuss me hitting a thirty thousand twitter followers all right yeah baby good job me will 10 twitter followers away from a thousand so yeah you have I'm not... about one thirtieth of the way to you yeah so follow will at guillermo yaves yeah I'll, let me here i'll, I'll update my my name up here so my but Twitter. we do we do have a, a come from behind broncos victory to celebrate tonight for once emphasis on the behind oh my god the two two butt cheek touchdowns two in the fourth quarter but tutties like how do you how can you ask for more than a butt tutty twice Oh, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna get into this. We There's are going lot, to get into this. Lots to unpack here, folks. This episode of That's Good Broncos. You should download the podcast first of all, or subscribe to it on wherever you listen to podcasts because they're available for your fucking ears. And it's brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And if you use code DNVR when you sign up. You're gonna get something. One dollar to a hundred dollars or something. We'll tell you more in a bit. But fuck, Broncos beat the Chargers, 
31 to 30. It looked dark, Will. I'm not going to exactly tell everybody what you were texting me during the game. Uh, let's here. We'll we'll do it through. <laughs> we'll keep it very vague, and thus no one can cancel us for this. Okay, I I texted Brandon early on after like the third straight three and out. The Broncos offense is giving me insert de- very deadly disease. Very deadly disease. And then that's as soon as, not yeah current per se. No, no, certainly wasn't the coronavirus. It, you know, think back a few decades ago, maybe before before my time. And as soon as they pulled it out, I just texted you a picture of the face of a very famous athlete who was one of the first prominent figures to uh, <laughs> to survive that disease. So Will was in a dark place. I was in a very dark place. I was in a dark place. I was ready to give up on our our Denver Broncos. You, you Denver were in a dark place. Admit it. Me? Uh, the listener, the viewer. The listener was in a dark you, place. You were Here's in a dark place. A, yeah. I I convinced myself it'll be okay when the Broncos lose because I don't have to work as hard on Mondays. <laughs> so that makes up for the, the sting a little bit. But okay. Broncos are down 24 to 3. Shortly after halftime, nobody thinks they're going to win this game. Their offense is doing nothing. The Pat Shermer hate was uh, full-fledged on Twitter. I was very proud of everybody shatting on one Pat Shermer along with me. Um, Drew Locke was playing terrible. The Broncos could not run the ball. They could not move the ball through the passing game. Maybe the biggest – the first – what when your first bits bouts of anger came because on third and eight they're throwing uh, four yard passes that are covered and have no chance to break for anything more than four yards, and that became a theme for the entire first half was third and long. Like the Broncos, it wasn't even just not converting third downs. They were in third and twelve, third and fourteen, third and fifteen, third like every time way behind the eight ball, and none of those third down attempts went to the first down marker. <laughs> so I think we were ready to do an episode about Drew Locke and Pat Shermer being the worst combo you could dream of ever. And then things start clicking in the second half. Philip Lindsay busts a 55-yard touchdown. Bryce Callahan saves a touchdown. Although that one-handed Mike Williams touchdown was really impressive. Um. Yeah. Then Locke starts finding rhythm. He hits Jerry Judy, busts a big play, gets Albert O in the back of the end zone, catches it this time, gets its butt down. One That's cheek why down. Will had one cheek equals two feet. Then is Deshaun, Deshaun Hamilton breaks free for a touchdown. Then we're like, oh, shit, we're back in this game. That's three touchdowns, 21 points. Broncos defense hold this, holds the Chargers to a field goal, so the Broncos need a touchdown to win it. 
two-minute offense, two-minute drive coming in. They had a little over two minutes, so they had a couple timeouts, two-minute warning. They run it with Melvin Gordon a couple times. We're criticizing Melvin Gordon for being in the game and not Phillip Lindsay. And then Melvin Gordon makes a one-handed grab, gets the first down, fucking brilliant play. And then they get a pass inter- Broncos get a pass interference call, which we both agree is very legit. legit call. We Sets would say, him up. We would say if it was shady. Brandon Stokely disagrees. That's okay. He's got bad takes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Broncos are on the one-yard line. No time. One play. What I was like, what is Pat Shermer going to call here? What are they going to do? Of course, they're not going to run it. Do a little play action inside. Lock rolls out. Defender has to choose between Lock and covering his man, KJ Hamler. He chooses to defend the run with Lock. Lock throws it to KJ Hamler, who also gets his butt in bounds to score the game tying touchdown. McManus kicks the gooch. They get 31. The Broncos and the Chargers start to fight after that, which made the win even more fucking awesome. And faith is restored in humanity. I recapped the whole game perfectly, I think. You touched on everything perfectly. I think the only thing that I wish could have gone differently at the end was a referee on the on the boundary there in the end zone first said that it was incomplete when oh yeah very very much complete and then they had to confer and then call a touchdown which like i was ready to i was ready to bust there and i had it like ruined it a little bit for a second (laughs) and pinching it off you basically basically you you take one powerful orgasm Mm -hmm. and then you split it into two mediocre ones and it's just not as good yeah I mean, kind of the same with the uh, with the extra point at the end. You see, yeah. the, the uprights, but there's the flag. There's the flag. Like, who's it on? Who's it on? And they start fighting. I'm like, oh no, they're gonna have to. They have to try it from 15 yards away now. That's okay. They, uh, That's okay. We'll take it. They uh, they they delayed our satisfaction twice. Is what you're saying? They did. Yeah. And so, well. Here's something interesting because if they don't call that play a touchdown, the Broncos don't have any timeouts, so they can't review it, right? Uh, they could have reviewed it. Could they? Right. I, I think um, because it wouldn't have been have a scoring initiate. play, so it wouldn't go no, into automatic think, review. What's the rule there? I think that's an automatic review. I mean, they Is it? can't challenge it, but yeah, that should be, huh. of course. Interesting. The booth just has to initiate it. Gotcha. So yeah, at least they, yeah, at least they, you know, they took some time and, and and made the right call. They got the right call. That's all that matters. Uh, we got I Z Cray super chat. One tiny detail I liked was clock management and timeouts were better. Enjoy yeah. that L, Keenan Allen. Yeah, suck it, Keenan Allen. The clock management better, certainly better. Not perfect. But better. Hey, we'll take we'll take progress. We'll, we'll take, take progress. When you have no hope for a victory and then you get it, all is right in the world. Truly like, they have snatched victory from the jaws of defeat while the Chargers snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. 
I could not find a single. Yeah, I could not find a single problem with the Broncos right now. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that, Will. No, no, indeed. All right. So my my brother sent me some some screenshots from the Chargers subreddit. They do have a subreddit. They're very upset about this game. I think I'd like to read a few of them. Yeah, give give them to us. Okay. What's annoying is seeing Drew Locke acting like he's hot shit when he really didn't play all that well. Three touchdowns <laughs> in the last 18 minutes. Uh, I hope I see him get rocked. Okay. You let that douchebag scrub Drew Locke have a game-winning drive. Yep. Every year the Broncos get some bullshit free pass with the refs and pull one out of their ass. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Drew Locke has the most punchable face in the NFL. Wow, they're they are bitter right now. Fuck Drew Locke is so cringe. <laughs> Watching the donkeys celebrate like they're actually good is the worst part. And then Drew Locke acts like he's the fucking league MVP, which makes this lock loss even worse. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, the Broncos quarterback was excited because he won. <laughs> You know what's cringe is people who say cringe. Yes, I've I yeah I've given up on cringe since my um my my ten year old autistic cousin and my grandfather's funeral said this is cringe. <laughs> I was like, all right. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right next to I was like, yeah. No. This I funeral guess. is cringe, man. This funeral is fucking cringe. Oh shit. Uh okay. Cringe. So Mike Purcell not being there. I noticed a little bit of a difference in the Broncos' ability to be consistent against the run. If I'm picking out something to critique. Um first half of the game was maybe some of the worst offensive football I've ever seen. Maybe the worst. <laughs> I, I think I, I got nervous because Cliss tweeted before halftime, like the Broncos have to think about putting in Rippin. And you know when he tweets it, like usually he's heard something or he's yeah. got like an inside track on, on these things. So I was like, oh, man, I don't want this. Like I don't think there's any reason to put in Rippin. I don't think it – I don't think it gives us anything in the long No, you got to ride or die with right. Drew Locke right now. And you know what? They fucking rode with him. <laughs> And they rode him to victory. Yeah, I mean, okay, what? Dance what was all your, you want. What was your favorite play from the game? I think it was. Uh, I love the the Deshaun Hamilton touchdown. The day day, the day day TD. It was just such a. It was a perfect seed, and then seeing seeing the much maligned wide receiver see get that crease. See that open field it was nice. Honestly, like Deshaun's going to play well. We got a chance. Locke's been the one quarterback to get Deshaun Hamilton involved in the football games, dating yeah, back like, to last he year. Likes he likes him. Uh, I think my favorite play was two plays. It was Kareem Jackson murdering AJ Boye, and then Kareem Jackson <laughs> murdering the Chargers running back, like. Just a few plays later. Yeah. I was like, this dude, this dude just doesn't care anymore. And he is going in 
for the kill every time. And it's, it, it obviously really sucks that he, he knocked A.J. Boye out of the game. Kareem, fuck, Jack, Kareem Jackson saw A.J. Boye getting torched on every single play and was like, it's time to do something about this. Jackson was like, bring Bosby back. Oh, fuck. I didn't yeah. think that one through. Ooh. It worked out. Uh, hopefully he's okay. That was a little Steve Atwater-ish. Yeah. yeah Kareem Jackson was playing – a little, a little reckless, but I guess you kind of need that energy when the. It, it felt like the defense was, you know, they score that that quick touchdown with Deshaun Hamilton, and the Chargers just start gashing them right up the middle with uh, Justin Jackson and then and then Pope, and it felt like, you're like oh, this is classic Broncos. Like just just when the offense starts clicking, the defense is going to let down, and they held them. They held them to, yeah. uh, to a field goal, and by God, they had the touchdown and then, and then the two-minute warning, and it worked out. Yeah, that holding them to a field goal, obviously that was huge there. Uh, yeah. Yo, who the fuck is Troy Main Pope? He's from Jacksonville State. You don't know, you don't know Troy Main? I don't know Troy Main. I like his name. I got I'm gonna have oh yeah they Troy Main Pope and Jalen Guyton. Two guys Jalen Guyton pretty good this year. Yeah, and he's had big touchdown last week. Yeah, Mike uh, Williams always finds a way to to do to do that to us. I mean people who really think Keenan Allen's a better wide receiver than Mike Williams, like they don't watch Chargers games. No, what it's honestly crazy. like <laughs> My prediction episode probably was one of my most my two big things I said were Mike Williams is usually the problem for the Broncos. He worries me more in this game than anyone else. That was true. And Mike Purcell being out is going to be an issue. Also true. Did I predict the Broncos offense would play the worst half of football I've ever seen? Yeah, but you're not going to go back and watch that episode and call me out on it. So uh, you predicted the final score would be 31 to 30. I said 31 to 30. I said Drew Locke three touchdowns. He would have less picks than Justin Herbert. Um, yeah, that was frustrating. Okay, Justin Simmons makes a nice interception early on, has the Broncos at the, what, the 15 or some shit? And yeah. they do nothing. Nothing. They yeah, they went the wrong way. Luckily, Brandon McManus got – you know, the field goal there. Um, And it looked like the Broncos wouldn't score again unless they got the ball in the red zone and went three and out, and then McManus kicked more field goals. Like, that's how dire things looked. Um, Also, Josie Jewell was laying some hits out in the first half, too. He's playing pretty well. I don't Um, know if he was, like, whiffing in the run game at all because, you know, the run defense was a little lackluster, but – he definitely showed up a few times. Yeah, there was also a oh that when the Chargers ran that reverse, that was a throw from Keenan Allen to uh, Jackson, right? was it Jackson running and Probably. Osteoporosis bus driver was in coverage, but he was just running towards him and the ball yeah. was short, so it bounced off his back. So it was a perfectly well defended pass, uh, but just an accidental one. Uh, I thought very. Very funny play. Um, let's see, we've got – what's this guy telling me? 
Oh my god, Perna, I'll buy you a baby McLaren if you stop with the shock value shit. What does that mean? Shock value? What are you talking about? The hell? This isn't 1043 the fan. Yeah, what did I say that's shock value? Mmm. Mmm. Take don't your McLaren know. and you, you drive it off. Give me a McLaren and I will I will do whatever you want. You know how I could I could actually afford uh, a, a McLaren is if I you know, use you know. all my money and turn it into more money with DraftKings. The season is in full swing, guys, and the action is still unfolding. So head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, with so many storylines, both professional and collegiate. It's time to check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Celebrate. Celebrate watching football, my friends, by betting on it. (laughs) Additionally, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. And to top off the great sign-up offers, DraftKings offers great odds boost every Sunday to help make it rain, just like a cloud. DraftKings is safe, it is reliable, and secure. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now with code DNVR. Our friends at DNVR, that's their name, that's the code. It's an easy way to remember what the code is. So, uh, again, you can turn $1 into $100 uh, if you win when you sign up with the new code. Uh, $1 to $100, DNVR for a limited time, must be 21 years or older, Colorado only. Bonuses comprised of a first-time deposit bonus, a first bet match, each up to 500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Done, Will. You did it. Oh, a thousand dollars. Yep. Uh, I need you to get back back in this shit with me. Back We've in. got a super chat. Us Brandons have to support one another. Admiral Twitchy, five dollars and one cent. Thank you, Admiral. We do got to support each other, just like Justin Herbert's got to throw picks to Justin Simmons. That's Justin supporting a Justin there. Trevor Price. Can't stay for the whole stream. Got to say, huge win for the Broncos offense. Came together in the second half. Hopefully hopefully the defense is happy now. Go Broncos. Yeah, the defense was frustrated with the Broncos offense last week. Um, no shit. That's been the story every year. <laughs> Understandably so. But this game is a nice bounce back for that. This, this has got to be the best feeling win for the Broncos this season, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't get like you know first win. It's the Jets. It was a nice win, but it's the Jets. Patriots. It was like oh wow, we played kind of shitty, but you know we hung on there. I almost, almost blew that one. This one, just full comeback mode. Full comeback mode. Where do you think this rates? I guess ranks in terms of comebacks that like you and I have been around for. Good question. So we got, well, we got the I mean, 24-point Monday Night Chargers game. 
Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't even think it's the best Broncos Chargers comeback. Wait, was that the was that the exact same score? 24-3, 24-3 in both of those games when Manning? No, it was 21-0. 21-0? 24-0 in that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that game was that game was awesome because Manning just dissected the Chargers in the second half. Yeah. It's like a yeah, goddamn surgeon. Yeah. Uh, this one, though, the way the Broncos won, last second touchdown to KJ Hamler. Like in terms of excitement, this one's hard to top. I'm gonna say this is going to do for Drew Locke what the drive did for John Elway. <laughs> I mean, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Uh, sometimes this kind of stuff can be like a turning point for quarterbacks. Yeah, it has to be for Drew Locke. Signature <laughs> signature moment. Yeah, you got to build on this did, momentum. If you give him you know, enough confidence to carry over into Atlanta, it'll be big. Broncos are already four and a half point underdogs at the Falcons next week. Oh, wow. Against yeah. Atlanta, the yeah. team even worse at blowing leads than the Chargers. Wow, uh, wow. We got Powtown fifty six. What did you think about the Callahan interception in the end zone? Save the game. Yeah, clutch, clutch. That did he rip that out of deep. Mike Williams' hands? Yeah, I think he. Um, I think so. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. Yeah, I think he like had it bounce off of his helmet a little bit, and then just kind of, kind of took it away. Came down with it. Bryce Callahan's been real good. Uh, okay, the glitch explorer five dollars super chat. Chargers fan here, kind of want to throw up, choke just as much as the Falcons, just in a closer gonna. Yeah, if you're a Chargers fan, that yeah, it's tough. That loss stings. I tried to get my buddy, who's a Chargers fan, to come on the podcast. He refused. Uh, so, yeah, I get it. That is the worst way to lose a game. Absolutely the worst way to lose the game. <laughs> because you get a, a pass interference call, which if you're a fan, you're just going to hate. So there's one chance, and you let the team throw a, a touchdown on you. A one-yard touchdown. The guy who hadn't thrown a touchdown since week one, Drew Locke, throws three in the second half to beat you. And right. the Chargers, I mean, they, as you can see by the thing on the screen right now, except for yards per play, they had more total yards, some more passing yards, more rushing yards. They had 28 first downs to Denver 17. They're more efficient on, well, they're about the same on third down. Uh, sack similar Broncos had, Oh, that punt, the, the Sam Martin punt that went out right over the pylon was such a good punt. That was, that, that uh, was a touchback, right? They called it a touchback, but I yeah. think when it's that close, you give the guy the fucking coffin corner. Like he bounced it right at the goal line. It shot straight over sideways, but just barely went over that pylon. So maybe another thing we haven't talked about, Broncos special teams played a little bit better. Yeah, they gave up uh, one pretty sizable return. I thought they were kind of behind the eight ball there on that last drive because Tyree Cleveland took it out of the end zone. 
Oh yeah. 25 gave him a few more seconds and return it out to the 18. I get it. Like you gotta make a play there, but I think if you're like, if you're the backup returner, you know, that in that big of a situation, just yeah, take a knee. Yeah. The, the special teams coach gotta be like, just let it go through the end zone. Give yeah, him the 25. Don't, don't waste any. Yeah. Because even if you score a touchdown there, you the the opposing team's got over two minutes to answer with the field goal to win it. So you and I could coach special teams is what we're saying. Easily. You just like you uh you're on punt team, you just snap the ball, you count to four, and then you go run and tackle a guy. And you're supposed to like stay in your lane, I guess. Pretty simple. Yep. <clears throat> stay in your lane. Field goal. Man your gunners. And return your returners. All right, we got Ottoman Bismarck, Super Chat. I already know at least one 104.3 host, probably DMAC or Stokely, is going to say some ignorant crap about Drew Locke on Monday. I think there's going to be a lot of criticism of Drew Locke that's fair, but when you come back to get the win and you do it the way Drew did, I'm almost more impressed with a guy who can play as shitty as Drew Locke did for one half and then win a game. Like, Turn it on. Oh, man. My favorite part, I think, too, because of the Deshaun Hamilton touchdown. The reason I like that so much, they cut to Drew Locke doing the just the most subtle finger guns of all time. Mm. It felt like, gotcha. he, like he really just wasn't uh, – he, was, he wasn't too high or too low. It looked like he was about to, like, I don't know, start yelling at someone. After like their last three and out drive, but, yeah, maybe he looked frustrated. He sacked looked... one of those times. Like he he looks like he's about to lose it, and then everything changes. Phil Phil breaks that touchdown, and God, different, different game, different season could be a different career trajectory. God, God help the Broncos if they ever get off to a fast start in a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, they like score a touchdown on the opening possession of the game. If you get Super Bowl, yeah. Mm. All right, so Jason Sajulin, super chat. Sajulon. Sajulon. Glad the Broncos got the win over the Chargers. Love your channel. Keep up the good work. Jason, damn it, I will. Ryan B., as a Chargers fan, this is proof it wasn't all Rivers' fault all these years. Uh, it wasn't all his fault, but... Mm. Mm. I mean, when did when was Herbert's interception? Was that the third or fourth quarter? That was in the third quarter. Uh, so, not a, not a Rivers timing-wise type interception. Yeah, no, it was a little too early for that. The first one was – yeah, the first one was I think it was a nice play by Simmons. I understand the uh, – you know, I don't think that was a Rivers interception, though. Rivers usually throws it, like, late over the middle or something. But Herbert was – I you know, I understand the instinct to just throw a jump ball there to Mike Williams because it's worked out most of the time. Yeah. Nice it's... play by Bryce Callahan. It was probably Justin Herbert's worst game of the season so far. I feel like um, he had yeah, like a he had a stretch from 
close to the end of the second quarter through the first part of the third where he was like on fire. He looked great. But early on, like the Broncos defense, I felt like it was giving him problems. He was under pressure and not like doing what he's done under pressure most of the season, which is play really well. Uh, the game, because the game was very close. As bad as the Broncos were playing, it was three to zero for a while. And then the Chargers were up seven to three. And you're like, okay, we're going to go into halftime seven to three. And then the Broncos go three and out again. And uh, the Chargers have all this time, and then they end up scoring another touchdown right before half. And then you're like, oh, fuck. That's why you want the ball at the beginning of the game to avoid situations. Or you want to kick at the beginning of the game to avoid situations like that. Yeah, because then after the half, Chargers have the ball. They do kind of like their longest scoring drive of the game. Get in the end zone. They're up 21 to 3. Then they get a field goal. It's 24 to 3. And then the comeback started. Can we talk about one thing, though, too, that I think some of the players are upset about, which was all the booing? Oh. There are 5,700 fans there, and you can clearly hear all the booing. You could hear the booing. Through TV with, like, a tiny fraction of the stadium um, open to fans. I think at the time that they were booing, they had every, every right to do that. Yeah, I feel like I'm usually a pretty anti-booing guy. Yeah, depending but on how it's going, you know. I it's been not just this season either. It's like a couple years yeah. in the making, but yeah, I would have been. I don't know if I would have booed if I was there. Mm. Uh, I like to believe I'm above booing in public settings. I was booing uh, at my TV. Yeah, I'll boo at home. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it feels more personal with fewer people there, doesn't it? Feels like it stings a little bit more. So like you can just see every single person like making the boo face with their mouths, you know. And yeah. they're not; th- those guys are not saying boo urns. Not saying boo urns. Not saying boo urns. Here we I go. Saying boo urns. Corey Johnson. When you say worst game, do you mean his performance was bad, or he was worse statistically? A QB can play better against a good defense, but be worse statistically because the coverage is perfect. I say he just wasn't as good as he was in the other games I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to think about it, like he was really, really good for three straight drives. Yeah. And then uh, they ran the ball a lot late in the game and didn't give Herbert an opportunity to either win it or lose it for him, which I think is a fair strategy when you're up, you know, three yeah. touchdowns. But uh, – yeah, it felt like they could have. Yeah, the Broncos' defense is good, and it's kind of underrated because the Broncos have been not good this season, maybe like on a national level or whatever. But uh, And, yeah, you could say the Broncos' defense played just better against him, but I just felt like early on he was he was not on. But that got overshadowed because I was just so pissed that the Broncos were so bad early on in this game. Uh, okay, has OC made it too easy? Has OC uh, – no. Yeah, Pat Shermer, I was ready to fire him. Somebody said that Fangio stopped interfering with what Shermer wanted to do after halftime. I don't believe that. Did that explain the uh, broken nose or the Band-Aid? On oh, the- yeah. <laughs> because, look, 
he came out in the second half, no glasses and a bandaid on his nose. Yeah, I think Ryan Green tweeted glasses and sliced the nose open a little bit. Who punched him? Yeah, is my question. I think Shelby Noah Fant ran into him on the sideline. That's why he wasn't in there for the for the last play from the 18. Damn right. Noah Fant doesn't get the, the final shot shot because yeah. he trucked he into Vic Fangio. Look, it worked. I'm not – I think it technically counts as elder abuse, but – what uh, work, what, work. what has uh, you feeling most optimistic heading into next week against the Falcons? Oh, just the, just the kind of like the, the confidence that something like that gives you. Like, I think that's a serious momentum booster, and uh, you know, momentum does not equal a good team because eventually that that fades away, and you have to rely on you know the principles and the the fundamentals of your team, but. I don't think they're as bad as they played in the first half. And, you know, they're not as good as they were at the, in the four, fourth quarter. But uh, I think this will reset lock and and it's going to change the locks, so to speak. They can get yeah, some. Uh, this, will, this will get them in a groove. Yeah, maybe they uh, they win some games we didn't think they would win uh, about three hours ago. <laughs> Three hours yeah. ago, we didn't think they were going to maybe win any more games this season. No, they might beat the Falcons next week. Um, they might. They might not. Yeah. I think also should be noted, like, Mike Munchak wasn't there. Ed Donatell wasn't there. Wasn't there. So your yeah. defensive coordinator, your offensive line coach, both out with COVID shit. Your right guard is not in there. Uh, and you're playing your first full game without Mike Purcell. <laughs> I mean, that's been the story for the Broncos all season. It's just every week there's these obstacles they got to overcome on top of like us trying to figure out whether Drew Locke's a quarterback going forward yeah. or if they're a good team. So they've just a lot of actual football adversity, like not weird outside shit happening, just like unfortunate injuries <laughs> or all this stuff, like not a easy year for the Broncos so I'm feeling good that they were able to overcome those this week against a decent Chargers team yes the Chargers had only won two games uh, but they had looked good in all their losses where the oh, Broncos yeah. have well they're early on against I guess Tennessee Herbert, Herbert and good in all their losses that's true that's true we'll that. good in their losses but yeah so I'm kind of uh, I'm just gonna be optimistic about the team as a whole probably for the first time. And maybe we see against an Atlanta team that you can throw the ball on. Drew Locke has another good day next week. Let's hope so. Let's hope. He's played, probably played in that stadium before. I don't know. Kind of grasping for straws here. But uh, it's nice to get a week of good positive takes. There we go. Feels good to win. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. We're getting the fuck out of here. We'll have the Broncos recap up on That's Good Sports tomorrow night after our best and worst goes up. My thousandth follower on Twitter gets a signed LaCroix tweet. Oh, yeah. Go follow Will at Guillermo Yaves on Twitter. Get Will to a thousand. Or he gets fired. Or I am execute. (laughs) 
Good night. And good luck. And, oh, fuck. and good luck. Beat you, you know, beat you, bitch. 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 The season, the football season, is in full swing. A lot like golf, but fun to watch. And the action is still unfolding, so head over to DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. With so many storylines across both professional and collegiate sports, this is the time to check out all that DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. If you haven't tried the app yet, head to the App Store now, because you don't want to miss this. To celebrate the showdown in Happy Valley, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when placing a bet on either Ohio State or or Penn State. Additionally, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. On top of those great sign-up offers, DraftKings offers great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain, like clouds. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick either Penn State or Ohio State, bet $1 on them, and cash $100 if they win. That's $1 to $100 when you use promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 years or older. Colorado-only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to 500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.